This podcast is presented by 323 Entertainment. You can find this show and more wherever you stream podcasts and music. And while you're there, please follow, rate, and review. And if you want to help us continue to grow and get better while also getting exclusive releases and free merch, please support the 323 on Patreon at patreon.com slash 323read. You can subscribe for as little as $2. $2! That's patreon.com slash 323read, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash 323-R-E-I-D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 323. It is a big edition of the 323. I have three of my favorite people, three of the favorite guests of this show, all here in the virtual studio. That is Scott Elia. We have Zahir Ali of the Animation Deliberation Podcast and giving big thumbs down to all of them, a returning classic. The heavyweight champion, <laughs> Philly, in the background. We haven't seen him since the Super Bowl. He is here for carnage, for violence. It is John McCann, the Philly captain. Let's yeah! Do it. yeah! That's uh, one of the happiest moments of my life right there. <laughs> we love screaming. It. Yeah, it's we good. We got a lot to talk about, actually, with that and with Flo Rida. Oh. A whole lot to get into. We got NFL Week 3 to recap, which included uh, a wonderful matchup between <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles and Washington Commanders, or as John says, he only calls them the Washington football team. So it means that this is the Sunday hangover. Scott, you know we always start the Sunday hangover by asking XFL legend Jeff Brom a question. You got a question for him? Anything, anything in the world. Hmm. I can't, I can't think of anything. Wow, no improv improvisational skills. No. John, you have anything? For an a former XFL player? Yeah. What XFL? Are we talking the OG XFL or the new XFL? Yeah, this is the OG. The one that, that Vince McMahon owned. Mm-hmm. I would ask him, how was it to work for Vince McMahon? And I would ask him, how good is Jalen Hurts? Well... Jeff, did you hear I'm that? I'm going to answer that question by asking you two questions. One, is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Vin Diesel, a.k.a. Mark Sinclair, for that beautiful rendition of Oh Happy Day. That is the Sunday Hangover theme for the show every week when we give you your NFL recap. And we got plenty to get into. Was it a fun week for everybody? Did everybody enjoy? I think everybody, well, the main three of us, all had a... Uh, <laughs> all had a <laughs> John had a good weekend. John got his... Uh, domination of dc with eagles fans we could see all the green in there we've got a zoo to report on that a little bit later scott uh miami finally out of the top 25 i know fucking asshole get out of here it took uh one loss to middle tennessee state to get them out of there <laughs> and hopefully that damn time but one thing that happened and it's not really a game to talk about. The Atlanta Falcons, they beat the Hall of Famer Geno Smith and his Seattle Seahawks. It's, it's, you know, who cares? It's not really a game to report on. I mean, the Falcons are one and two or two and one, one of the two. But it doesn't uh, matter. One, and, one and two. They won't be anything by the end of the season anyway. But it is the perfect excuse 
to introduce what I think might be the quintessential clip for the 323. And that is it because it has everything. It's got a little bit of everything. It has what I believe to be the Atlanta Falcons version of the Philly captain of John McCann. Oh. So if you come here for the comedy, we got that. If you come here for the sports, it's Falcons versus Saints. If you come here for the uh, Marvel or movie stuff, it has an Avenger cameo. This is the Atlanta captain, as I'm deep. Look, one thing about it, when you're in Atlanta, I don't care if you're a celebrity, we're on the Avengers, you ain't welcome. You ain't welcome. Rise up, baby. Right, Anthony Mackie, show your face if you're going to rep the Saints in Atlanta. We don't want you. Rise up, baby. Let's go. Rise up. They disappoint your father. He raised you to be better than this. Oh. Be a better man. Hey. Be the best man that you can be. Hey, rise up, baby. Be a better man. Rise up. disrespecting your father. Hey, rise up. Your father's father's saying. You disrespecting Atlanta. When you're in the A. Your you represent the A. Sir, I'm sorry that your sperm turned out to he's be He's sorry he's a, he's sorry he's an eighth fan. Rise up, baby. We don't want you. You ain't welcome. Rise up. Yo, yo, which, which one am I? Which one am I? <laughs> I didn't Did see like that yet. That's funny. <laughs> That's our Captain America. Do you think who won that battle? Do you think Anthony Mackey actually won that battle? Because he looked, he took the moral high ground. I know Scott was a big fan of Anthony Mackey in that clip, but to me, it was just undefeated towards that Falcons fan. I think, I think the Saints fan uh, knockout punch very. Uh, that's not even like a the, like the, the the guy the the, the hillbilly looked horrible. That's all. It was a uh, <laughs> he made he made wacky sports fans, which unfortunately I'm one of them. He made us look bad. And um, he got called out. The guy in the Saints, he's somebody? Is he a thing? Is he, is he, uh, or is he just a guy? He is actually uh, the new Captain America and was one time Tupac in the Biggie Smalls movie. Yeah, I don't watch movies. That's, that's hilarious, then. He's the best guy ever. I love him. What movie is he doing next? He'll Captain be America? In, yeah, he'll be Captain America New World Order. Let's go. I'm buying two tickets. I'm not going to go watch it, but I'm going to buy two tickets. That's a good thing. <laughs> we can come to us. That's it. I like this comment. I like Rise the, I like up, the catchphrase. Baby. Rise up. Going with it. Rise, Rise up. up. Uh, I mean, with that kind of accent, that just sounds a little too. Uh, I don't know. I don't like it. It gives me chills. I don't like the way it sounds. <laughs> Rise up. Uh oh, here they come, hon. Rise up. <laughs> what is Jones is he from? Show your face. Oh, see. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, outside of that, we appreciate the Falcons for doing that and giving us an excuse to dive into that. We also had the Miami Dolphins who came in, upset the Bills. We, you know, we talked about this on the pregame show that this could be the chance for Miami to actually prove that they're real. And we don't even have to ask the question now, really. Are they for real? We asked that about the Raiders all last year. Are the Raiders for real? Are the Raiders for real? I think we've proven the Raiders aren't for real. The, yeah, the, Dolph- Dolphins, the Dolphins were uh, just a touchdown pass away that the, the quarterback, the, the Bills quarterback screwed up. There was like a touchdown pass. They did a little fake and they lose the game. So let's not, you know, and, you know, calm down. You're not buying in on them yet? No, no, no. What's keeping Dolphins? you from buying in on them? Because they don't, the, the guy kicked all into the guy's asshole the other day and you can't root for a team that does that. It's embarrassing. Did you see that? The guy got the ball kicked right in his ass. Nobody's talking about the pain that guy must be in, number 14 of the Dolphins. We you watch- clearly are not on social media very much. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just make content. <laughs> I don't watch content. But what, what, somebody, so the guy got the guy's all right? Or I don't even know who the guy was, but I number know. Number 14, he's good. We watched it. That went right. You're right. It went straight up the asshole. Like you had him right up there. I felt like that had to send shivers up his spine. Turn, turn me on a little bit. Be honest with you. <laughs> if you look at my Instagram story, there's like a close-in spot of like the football on his butt, and it just says, "I'm going to tell my kids this is how footballs are born." We've never done it before. But would, you, would you like to promote your Instagram, Sue? Uh, 
sure. Like my personal one is Zoo. It's Z with five U seven eight six, and then my professional one, which I would love for follows on, is Z Elite Photography. You gotta follow him. He's a great photographer. He does great work. And, of course, he also has the Animation Deliberation Podcast. We'll continue to uh, hype that up. But I want to do Which is I on all social media platforms. That's right. And I want to get back to the ass punt. Mm. Because that might have been the most exciting part of the game. Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm not sure if I'm ready to buy in on the Bills, even though I did put a bet on them at the beginning of the season to win it all. Mm. But I don't, I don't think that I'm ready to buy in on them. I don't know if josh allen's gonna fuck it up at some point they lose yeah. Stephon Diggs. if it goes to shit it could do the same thing for miami if they lose tyreek hill but at least there's finally some excitement there uh the other question i had with it was do you think two who do you think Tua was actually hugging or thought he was hugging when he was consoling josh allen at the end of the game because the man was very obviously concussed and he was giving Josh Allen a deep hug, and I just assumed he thought he was hugging a teammate or maybe the color blue. I don't know what he was going for, but the poor kid. I didn't even think about all that. He looked, he looked fucking rocked after that one hit, and somehow they let him back in. Wow. I thought we were going for more restrictions, but we get that. We have Justin Herbert mm. with his shattered rib cage and being uh, worked on by the doctor who stabbed Tyrod Taylor. Would you guys let your kids play football? Like, you hear that guy getting concussed and going back out there. And, like, that's like the – they're supposed to be safe there, right? They're supposed to be keeping an eye on the athletes. There's no way. It's 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 insane that they're, it's still – like, a guy can have a concussion and still go out there and play after everything going on. It's – it's that's, that's crazy. Not a concussion um, if you didn't diagnose with me yet. <laughs> but he was hugging he was hugging the wrong person that's not wasn't a diagnosis he was just playing with a headache <laughs> mm, <nah. laughs> but would you let your kid play football Reed? i think that is a good question because i've i've thought about that before and as much as i love the sport and loved playing it i i don't think i would let them i don't think i would let them play until maybe middle school but Probably not until I wouldn't let them probably even consider it till high school. I don't I've seen a lot of the peewee games and, you know, their protection. They're switching it over mostly to flag. Yeah. Seen the, you know, the little giants and shit rock themselves and face those concussions when they're like, you know, seven, eight years old. It's terrifying to think about getting one in the aftermath of it when you, you know, you're a fully grown adult. But let alone subjecting your kids to that and the, you know, the wave of injuries that's in there. I don't know. Would you? No, no, no. I would let my kid box, but I wouldn't let my kid play football. I don't know what the difference. I guess because if you box, you would maybe do. Hopefully my kid would be good. But football is just repeatedly just if, especially if you're a lineman, you're just you're, I, I can't imagine what you do to your body. So, no, there's no way I let my kid play football. Well, I remember from the, you know, about year and a half that I played in high school, I'm still facing, like, some groin and lower back pain issues from injuries that I got just in about the year and a half I played of high school at Stafford. And <laughs> every fucking thing hurt. Even putting the pads on hurts. Everything about the sport is painful. It's truly like a modern-day gladiator duel so i don't know I'd, i i would have to think about it i know i would get into it as hell as a parent once they're like in high school but no not as a young kid scott would you if reagan or kennedy wanted to play or said that they were right. interested they you know they they idolize your idol tom brady and want to oh, get it reagan oh, wants God. to tom brady <laughs> you let her no there's no way even if they, she Do was they good even wear home as in totter puff no, but no, because I well, for one, she's definitely not coordinated enough. I can already tell she's five years old. She, there's no way she's getting out there on that football field. Uh, but no, I there's no way I don't think I, I would want them to play that kind of a physical sport. Zoo, are you gonna go four for four here? I would let them play if they agree to have physical conditioning outside of school reps. Like, if you can keep your body in check and do the building that you need to do and 
get the reps that you need and not slack off on weekends, then by all means, go for it. It's fair enough. I am paying for college on a photography budget. (laughs) 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 But I just, you know, I, I think about like, I have my, my nerve damage from a freak accident diving before high school started. And then I couldn't even like do anything. And then I finally got into not only watching, but playing football, uh, in the middle of college. And I think about like all the years I missed out on not being able to play with my friends and go on my friends and do this and that. So it's like, I wouldn't want to deprive my kids of ever giving it a shot if they don't like it, whatever. But if they do want to get into it, they're responsible for all the conditioning off the field that they have to do to sustain that. Well, outside of our, uh, you know, moral conundrums, back to mm. football. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. All the action of week three. We had the Raiders. We asked the questions. Scott, we asked this question to each other all year last year. Are the Raiders for real? I'm so going to give you the same answer I give you all the time. No. I'm going to ask you for the final time. Yeah. Are the Raiders for real? No. No. Not especially after that embarrassing loss to Tennessee. The Raiders under new head coach Josh McDaniels are 0-3 to start the season. It's Uh-oh. early. It's early, but Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, reportedly already had the, you know, what the fuck, what's wrong talk with Josh McDaniels after the loss. Uh, I'll ask you guys, is Belichick's coaching tree the worst? Scott, you've seen them all. You've seen them all stem out of there. Is Belichick's tree the worst? Uh, probably, yeah. If you if you look at, like, all the coaches that have come out of there, Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cornell, you know, Josh McDaniels, I, mean, uh, I would say – Rabel's probably the most accomplished out of all of them, which is the sad thing to say. But yeah, that's it's definitely not the uh, strongest of coaching trees. Trying to think on who has the best. Nick, Sa- Nick Sa- I mean, Bill Parcells probably has the best coaching tree out of everybody. About the Walsh. Like, didn't he like do Andy? Not like, isn't like Andy Reid and Mike Holgram and all those people like descendants of a. Uh... No, maybe not. I'm stoned, so I Mike Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I think a lot of those a lot of those coaches go back to Mike Shanahan, Bill Walsh. <laughs> right, I know Gruden and and uh, uh, fuck Reed and no, they were just they coached the Eagles at one point, either offensive coordinators. Who the who was Mike Holmgren, Andy Reed? There was a that's a tree too. I don't know who the hell was the. Bad at that tree. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. The, Bill Check sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will continue to argue that Jay Gruden has one of the best coaching trees of all time, stemming from his uh his short, lovable time here in Washington. Oh, where he uh you got the coaches still in the league of Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, um uh, there's somebody else. No, that's why I was saying Mike Shanahan because Kyle Shanahan was part of that. Oh, that's right, Kyle Shanahan. Oh, it was the, the two that you said in Kyle, so it was the Mike Shanahan tree. You're right. You're right. So okay, all right, we'll give credit to uh, you know the old monster Mike Shanahan. And speaking of him and wonderful Washington coaches of our past <laughs> of the past twenty plus years, I don't want to get negative. I started last week's show very negative. With my commander's talk, <laughs> I'm actually pretty depressing, pretty depressingly. So I'm going to sit it out this time, and I'll and I'll explain why. But I'm going to let Zoo go first with Zoo's Commandalorian update. This is the way to your Washington Commanders update. Now here's the Commandalorian himself, Zahair Ali. Ooh, I'm throwing up gang signs. Damn. <laughs> That's what I used to get in high school all the time. Damn. I was waiting for the chance like I got last time, but I guess everyone's still sad about our score. I gave you one. Scott Scott didn't want to give Oh, it like shit. muted you as you did. Oh. <laughs> I saw though. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get shit. Dude, it's crazy. I went to one preseason game in 2012. I went to one game last year, and somehow this year I've been to every home game so far. With two more on the books coming up. Uh, but 
And I only went because one of my childhood best friends, who was an Eagles fan, wanted to go. And I, I love live it. sports enough to say yes. And I told him, I was like, you know what? We are going to get our asses handed to us. But I like live sports and I want to hang out. Let's just go do it. The most surprising thing about FedEx Field wasn't that it was 70% Eagles fans. It's that they were actually civil. Like, it was a fun environment outside of the depression of just being a Commanders fan. Because once I know that we're set and losing, I just go into hysteria and just laugh at everything, like the Lions game. After that half, it was like a little bit of hope. And then every time they did something stupid, I was just laughing my ass off. So, I mean, it was actually just, it was fun. Like, after the half, you forgot what stadium you were in because the Eagles fans were so loud that Carson, like, couldn't actually get the snap out. (laughs) And every time a big play happened, like, you know, you hear the E-A-G-L-E-S-E, I was like, wow, Philly people can spell. Surprising. Uh, So I heard that and, you know, people flying. But, like, everybody was kind of, like, on their own side. And the people who were around us, like, regardless of how – bad we were playing like the environment was still kind of fun you know you know it was just friendly banter and you know dicking around and they were having a good time it was whatever as a commander's fan wow did they look bad (laughs) that's a funny thing to hear dude i don't know why they gave philly the satisfaction to that fucking extent that coaching staff should be embarrassed they need to burn every fucking playbook they've made this year start mm-hmm. from the ground up it was mm-hmm. to the point where people were chanting for heineke they were chanting for firing jack del rio like they're fed up dude they apparently don't have the same hysterical hysteria as i do but yeah that'll work um mm-hmm. but you know going to live sports was fun you know, the environment was civil, so I still enjoyed, but as a Commanders fan, holy shit, was that annoying to watch. Yeah, it's good. Like, we cheered every time we got a first down because we just needed something to cheer for, and it was maybe, like, three of them. Yeah. <laughs> we went wild on the safety, and I was like, all right, that's our cue. Let's go home now. <laughs> all right, then it took you four and a half hours to get back to your car because it's a shithole stadium. You got to take a bus after you park your car. What a <laughs> fucking nightmare that place is. Uh, I'm sorry, were you done? Uh, you keep going about your horrible no, day. <laughs> now we're done? We're not done? Because I would. I like hearing about how sad your day was. Anything else happen? Anybody break into your car? No. no. All right, well, maybe next time. Maybe no. next time. No, it's not It's not the link. We handle <laughs> things all over there. Surprisingly, stuff doesn't happen like that in the link because the parking lot is right next to the stadium. So the, the Philadelphia Eagles protect the parking lot. Unlike I went to FedEx Field the other day and I parked, I think I was like two blocks away from the Lincoln Memorial. And then I had to take a bus. It cost me $250. It was a fucking nightmare, that stadium. And they almost killed my quarterback last year. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's such a <laughs> shithole pile stadium that the fucking railing almost destroyed our franchise quarterback. You mean Did you see? Did you see the, the handicap space Eagles? that wasn't you... built to suit three hundred fat fuck Philly fans trying to rape their quarterback? I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're fat shaming. That's wrong. I usually it's a stadium with support and steel. So anyway, this year, the Philadelphia Eagles, they sent security guards to hold up the railing because we know how much of a cheapskate that Dan that Snyder FedEx is. Staff. So, we, you know, we, we, you know, we had to make sure it was supported up properly because, you that know, he has that staff. held up there with a bunch of toothpicks and duct tape in. and a prayer. And thank you God he got Carson Wentz because he'll do all the praying you need. He'll do all the praying you need. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, please let me be a good quarterback. And Jesus goes, no, Carson Wentz, you fucking suck. You fucking suck. We fucking hate you. Me and God, because I'm Jesus right now. I fucking hate you, Carson Wentz. I am so happy you are losing. You were traded for a number one pick. And then the commanders went, oh, we'll give you the sixth round. And the, the Colts were like, please. Please take this fucking mess. And Dan Snyder's like, oh, we're going to be the best. Let's change the name of the team again this week. The fucking Commanders. Ah, let's I go. I have visual proof of this prayer, by the way. 
Oh, I love it. Oh, he's the fucking worst. You know, people, I have friends who have $90 baseball tickets, and they spent $300 more just to watch Carson Wentz fail. They didn't want to see the Eagles win. They wanted to see Carson Wentz failed. And all of my friends, oh, how happy they must be. One, to make it out of that shithole stadium alive. And two, to watch Carson Wentz mentally collapse. His life will never be the same. And I don't know why that brings me joy. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm not reading my top five anymore. My hate, my hate for Carson Wentz is making me sweat. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your command update. Switching over to Philly, from the Philly perspective. Featuring Moff Gideon. Well, the anti-Moff Gideon. That tantrum. John, the Eagles season so far. I want to get your thoughts on the Eagles themselves, Nick Sirianni. Oh, Jay he's the best. Hurt. He's the fucking best. They're sitting at 3-0 and right now. You just Undefeated. Undefeated. You sent the fans into a spiral. We're firing Ron Rivera all over Twitter. Oh, We're, good. He should have been fired all, a year ago. Really? Oh, well, we, yeah. That's uh. But I want to talk about the Eagles. How, do you, how are you feeling about them? Do you think that they're for real? Yeah. Why not? What, what, we got, they got a problem. Like, I mean, they're undefeated. Of course, they're for real. Jalen Hurts, just so you know, when I first well, did your podcast, right when I too. first did your podcast a long time ago, I said, Jalen Hurts is good. I don't know why everybody's like, oh, we're going to get Russell. I don't want, I want Jalen Hurts. I knew he's going to be good. He's good. He's good. He's only going to get better. We got, we got two number one wide receivers. Are you kidding me? As long as we stay healthy, which we're not, somebody's going to get hurt. So what happens? I, I, why can't we win the end? Aaron Rodgers? Well, he's well, how old is he? Jalen Hurts is so young and and so fast. Tom Brady? Look, he, what's he going to do? Nothing. Probably die. Probably die. He's so old. So I think the Eagles are good. Nick Sirianni? Yo, he wears fucking football jerseys, retro football jerseys to press conferences. It's fucking badass. I went to a preseason game this year at the Link. And I think the Jets did like a dirty play, and they they knocked uh, Hertz uh, 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 on the sideline during a preseason game. Sirianni fucking ran across the field, so like DX chopping, yelling at the Jets. It was great. And then the Eagles scored a touchdown on the next play. He's in the fucking touchdown celebrations. Referees are pulling him away. This guy fucking loves it, and that the fucking team likes him. It's good. It's good right now. So I'm, I'm, I think they're for real. Why not? Well, I, I mean, of... we beat the Commanders. They're not a real team. But other than that, I mean, I think the Lions are a decent team. Um, they're better than what they were last year. They've stepped up. And uh, the Vikings are okay, right? So, I mean, besides the Commanders, we beat decent teams. Scott, do you okay. agree with them? Do you find the – I think you picked the Eagles to win the division during the uh... – uh, season preview. Do you are you with them that they're for real? Could they beat your Tom Brady and those Bucks? Yeah, I mean that team just overall is just really dangerous. And then if you look at the actual like the rest of the skis and like the schedule for the Eagles, I mean I'm I'm looking at it right now. I really don't see anybody on there that you sh- you should be remotely even afraid of playing. It's a really soft schedule. In in Vegas right now, they released the the uh, the the. Um the point spreads for every Eagles game. And I know it changes with injuries and shit, but right now the Eagles are a favorite in every game they play for the rest of the season. Yeah. Cause I mean, you even look at it I mean, you guys play green Bay week 12, but green Bay isn't even doing anything this year and that's prime time. So it's like, I I'm looking at it. There's really nobody on here that they should have a, they shouldn't have a problem handling 13 win season. How'd you feel with that Tampa Bay loss yesterday, Scott? Oh, they are just imploding imploding right now and it's just so aggravating because we're two and one but the, the two wins we had against dallas and against new orleans even those were really sloppy wins they need to get that <laughs> shit together um but I, I feel like they probably thought this was going to happen once bruce arian stepped down and todd Bowles stepped up i love todd Bowles as a coach i'm hoping they can turn it around but i think it's gonna be a really long season is brady the problem i think he's to i mean he's definitely to blame he's the head co- he's the he's the starting quarterback for the team it's blaine's gotta start somewhere 
I mean, you look at that game yesterday, he had very, very pedestrian numbers. Um, he threw for uh, two, like 250 yards and sacked like three times, but um, you know, the running game couldn't get going. Yeah, we were down three of our top receivers, but, you know, big-time players make big-time plays in those kind of games. So so do you feel like that they could make a comeback, like, during, like, the middle of the season, like they did when they had their wild card run, or is it just kind of like there's that... too much stuff out of place? No, I still think they're still the favorite in that division, especially when you have, you know, all the, the shit that's going on in Carolina right now, and then you have New Orleans in there, and you have Atlanta in there. They're still favored to win that division, but if they keep playing like this, it's not going to be a very long playoff stretch, especially when you have the likes of like the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC, and they're starting to become my favorite to actually go to the Super Bowl at this point, just how they've been playing last year. Uh, shut, shut the fuck up. We don't want you liking us. You're bad luck. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. And I, I forgot that. About <laughs> you. I forgot. I forgot. Remember, he's a front runner. He like that's right. He likes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers all of a sudden. Oh, oh, Tom Brady's here. Hey, Ma, Ma, get me that Buccaneers jersey, please. Okay, yeah, no, no Eagles jerseys for you. I'm, uh, you're denied. You gotta fuck around and make Scott buy a Jalen Hurts jersey. Oh man. Yeah, we don't want to up drop uh, up uh, up uh, tick his wardrobe. We should fuck do a DH gate. Where are you do, at? Do, do three two three on the road. Scott goes to Philly. And just goes all over Philadelphia. I do want to do that show. We did, we talked about it last time. We want to do the show from Hit Philly. Me up. We want John to give us a tour. We're going to bring Scott there and just let him antagonize. I'll show you some good shit. Let's know it. Well, this is now the Philly hangover. Not so much the Sunday hangover. We're all in on Philly right now, but not so much Philly. But we do have this guy. Riders coming. That's right. Flowrider. Flowrider's coming. Flowrider is coming. Flowrider came, actually. Well, Flowrider was here. Oh, listen, <laughs> can we change the way we're talking? This is horrible. It's just like Flowrider. I'm covered in cum. <laughs> Flowrider. Wanna... Since this man has gotten big time since he was last here on the show. We have seen, You can see him everywhere. Either uh, who are you uh, taking down? In Philly, was it Ben Simmons that got to uh, another viral? Ben, ben Simmons was that the first bum. one that got me on HBO. Yes, you were on. The, yeah, they had they showed you on Bomani. On the Jones. Kwame Brown, is that what it's called? A Bomani Jones, whatever it is. It's 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 such a good show that you are the only person to tell me I was on that show. <laughs> no one ever told me what that show was. You're the only person. I so, haven't heard anybody else watching it. To be honest, I wish they would, but. You it, get more of you. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that's how <clears throat> that's how good of a show is. I I was content for an HBO show for about forty five seconds. So that tells you where their level of uh, entertainment is. Like, fuck it, put that on. But outside of that, mm-hmm. and also got to perform with Flo Rida himself. Oh, I yelled at Angel Hernandez. Did you, did you see that I one? At Angel Hernandez. Yeah, you're Angel here, Hernandez. That's it. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, yeah you didn't see that. Yo, no, I didn't see you, that you, got, one. you got the YouTube? You, can you pull up the YouTube? Let me see if I can pull up the sound here. Tell us about that. Um, <laughs> the Phillies were playing. Oh, I think we were playing the Brewers. We were playing the Brewers. It was the Philly Fanatics' birthday, and Angel Hernandez was the umpire. Joe Girardi was the coach, um, and Kyle Schwarber was up at. Hernandez screws up. He's been screwing up all night. And the Phillies lose the game, and you know Schwarber should have walked. It would have been a run, whatever, you know. Um, and so after the game, <clears throat> I waited around in the parking lot for Angel Hernandez to leave. And when he left, I ran up to him with my camera and I yelled at him. I said, "Angel Hernandez, you stink, and I don't like you." And he looks right at me with the biggest shit-eating grin, and it, it went, it went. Everywhere it was on CBS, uh, it was on the Today Show, it was on TMZ. It was, it was on Barstool. Everywhere. I just found it on Barstool. I <laughs> don't know. Angel Hernandez is considered by many to be one of the to, no, not be one the of worst. He is he's the, the worst. worst. He is the worst. Statistically, he's the worst. It's not even. Um, it, it's it, he's statistically the worst by five percentage points. When they, they get graded by, uh, there's an app that can grade by how many balls and like what your percentage is 
And, and Angel Hernandez is always like in the lowest every year of that score. Angel Hernandez, you stink, and I don't like you. I'm There's glad you let it. <laughs> we don't talk about Angel. We've actually never talked about Angel Hernandez, and it's good to actually get that out there. Everything Angel Hernandez is an awful ump that they can't seem to get rid of. The MLB has tried for years. The union is literally sent pitchers. What is it about the umpire union that is so strong there? I don't know. What? What could it possibly? I'll tell you right now. um, Robot umpires are coming. And uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a thing. It's 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 a thing. It's going to happen. So it, it it's it's a silly thing that like why if you could have it perfect, why not be perfect? I mean, they've already been testing it out in minor leagues. They've been trying to give it a go. We we're getting a bunch of new rule changes in the MLB that's advancing towards the future. Things that we didn't think that we would see with the right. you know, elimination of the I, shift, the pitch clock. I, I am I am friends with the Phillies owner, John Middleton, and I. Like I'm not like. I watch the games with the Phillies owner. Like, you can watch my vlogs. I was in his suite last week. We, we, you know, the 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 pitch clock's coming. The the fucking the the shit thing's coming. They're gonna go. They're, they want robot umpires so bad. They don't. They don't want. They like. They don't want this. Shit. It, it gets rid of the umpire union. It gets rid of all that stuff. Um, you know, I feel bad for the guys for you know losing their job. But fuck, if they weren't so bad, we wouldn't need robots. It's a tough job, though, you know? You dropped that you're friends with the Phillies owner, so we're going to do this every week when people bring up something, just like Barry Bloom did when he said his old buddy Joe Madden, and we're trying to get him to get Joe Madden on the show. You can go ahead and get the uh, Phillies owner on the show. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to fuck our friends. Like, I don't ask him for anything, and that's why we're cool. Like, I don't, I don't. you know, we just, we just hang out. We talk about baseball. He's a billionaire. I don't bring that up. I just talk baseball with him. We talk about uh, the 1980 Phillies. We talk about, you know, all kinds of things. He's just a really nice guy. And if you want, he goes up. I sit in the section 301, which is the cheap seat to Citizens Bank Park. You can watch it on my vlogs. For the last three weeks, he's been coming up in our section and sitting down and watching the game with us. He just likes watching baseball with me and my friends. As you heard him, you can check him out on the at the Philly Captain on YouTube. It's easy. Just search up the Philly captain. You can matter of fact, I got stuff. a Philly. I got a Phillies vlog dropping tomorrow, and John Middleton comes up and says goodbye to us because it was the last regular season home game. Um, he's just a really, really super nice guy. Um, but yeah, Angel Hernandez sucks, and robot umpires are coming. That's 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 the good thing. Another person, maybe that you could get on the show. We have first the rivalry was between you and Scott. Right. That was that was our big our big WWE style beef that we had <laughs> brewing into Super Bowl week, but right. we got a legitimate legitimate beef with Zach Hampel, <laughs> one of the most notorious. Uh, I don't know what you can call him. I guess I don't ne- necessarily they, know if he's a fan of any. They call it a ball hawk. Ball hawk. Yes, he goes out and he just yeah he steals balls from children. He steals Damn. balls from anybody going for it. Explain who Zach Campbell is and what's going on with you two. I'm just getting my. I'm just, I know it's going to lead into a rant. I'm just getting ready for it. Okay, so Zach Campbell. Zach Campbell is this guy. He's like a baseball vlogger, and his thing is, <clears throat> he goes to all the stadiums and he collects baseballs. So far, he has caught 12,000 baseballs. How do I know he's collected 12,000 baseballs? Because this this guy counts every fucking ball he catches. And he, he has a, a, a garage in his house where he keeps trash cans full of baseballs. He um, There was a game a year or two ago that was on an army base that only active military members were supposed to go to. He not only went to the game, he caught seven balls. He gave six of them away. He kept one. He kept one ball that he wasn't supposed to have. 
But he caught seven balls, right? So so here's the thing. How many balls do you need? Who, 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 how many balls do you need in your life, Zach Hample? Because he needs Ew. so many fucking balls. And and I don't know whether he's aggressive. He's way too aggressive with the ball. He 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 I saw there's a video of him at Citizens Bank Park last year. He was running for a ball and he fucking he's running so hard he slips and falls and fucking hits his head. It's the funniest goddamn thing. But after and then it's also the saddest thing, too, because after he's on the ground concussed, I hope. Um, he tries to stretch out to get the ball. Like, he, he's still fighting for the fucking ball. He's lying on the ground half half dead going after a ball that, you know, I, don't, I just don't know. So here's my thing. A lot of people go, oh, he catches the balls and he gives them away to the kids. He gives them all away to the kids. Bert, did I mention he has trash cans full of balls, so he's not giving them all away. And it's not. Did you guys ever catch a foul ball? You ever catch a foul ball in a game? Never Once. have. Once. Once. Ain't it fucking life. awesome? It was, was the greatest great thing experience. In the world. Oh right? yeah, it was amazing. That guy has stole that joy from twelve thousand people. You can catch five balls. You get five balls a year. After that, you're ridiculous, especially when you're above the age of twenty-one. I'll let you go. Maybe 25 if you got a like a thing in your head. You know, you're a little mental. 25. But after 25, don't bring your glove to the game, asshole. You look insane. You look nuts. Isn't um, he the same one who caught, eight, like, one of A-Rod's yes. milestone balls? He was yes, he caught the 3,000. 3,000 hit was a home run or some shit. Or that was genius. Yeah. But he caught A-Rod's. Home run. He caught one of them. He caught Mike Trout's first home run. So that's what he does. He goes and tries to catch milestone home runs. And what he does is he trades the uh, ball for swag. So he'll get like a, a, a like a a pitch a player for the Phillies who's from the minor leagues. He's up for one night and he hits a home run. Zach Campbell would go get that ball. And he would try to exchange it for like a Bryce Harper autograph bat, a Bryce Harper game worn jersey, and like he holds these teams ransom. And I guess you can do that because that's what he does. But it's a little weird. Um, so uh, about I don't know. In June, I'm talk. I have, I'm friends with this guy. His name's Butch, and he's a seventy year old guy. No, no, I'm not exaggerating his age. He's fucking seventy years old. He was at a game the other. He was at a game last year, and it was a rain delay, so nobody was in the ballpark, and he was sitting in the, the seats behind uh, right field. A home run comes, and he's like in the row, and he's like he just, he gets up and he starts walking over to the ball, and out of nowhere he sees this fucking maniac jumping seats like you're supposed to do that. He's jumping over seats and he's running over to him. And my 70 year old friend turned his ass around and like had to box him out to get the ball. And it's like, no, I, I just, I don't know why my friend had the fear for his life for this guy to get a ball. It's ridiculous. Um, so Butchie tells me that story. The next day, God said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring Zach Campbell and put him in Citizens Bank Park so that Philly Cap could fucking heckle him. That's what I want to happen. So I, I go to the ballpark and Zach Campbell's there. And uh, I run up to him and I yell the same thing I did with Angel Hernandez. You stink and I don't like you. And then I see my friend Butchie and I go walking over to him and I'm like, yo Butch, you got to be careful. Zach Campbell's here today. You know how dangerous he could be. And then like, I don't know what it was. Zach Campbell just start. he just runs right past me running through families, like he's trying to go get like the last two minutes of batting practice. So I have this on film and I'm like, hide your kids, everybody. It's Zach Hample. He's coming. Watch out for Zach Hample. And that fucking clip went everywhere. It went fucking everywhere. And said, I don't know if you guys noticed the, the hate for Zach Hample has gone on an uptick in the last few months. Have you noticed that? I have, actually. I never... I had heard of him. The first time I heard of him was on that A-Rod 
ball that Scott was talking about. That was the first time I heard of the dude. But after you started going after him and he started actually coming back on different social media platforms, it has been growing the hate for him. You have really helped influence the rebellion against Zach Ample that I guess people didn't know they needed. He's he's banned from stadiums. Um, well, didn't the Rockies just kick him out of a game earlier the on Rock- the season? The Rockies kicked him out because he ran into – he kept running into the handicap section. This fucking maniac is running over handicapped people to get a ball that he already has 12,000 of. How many do you need? So uh, it just – oh, he's, he's just the worst. And also the guy who kicked him out, the security guard who yelled at Zach Hample, said a coach threw a ball up to a kid and Zach Hample kept it. So, you know, that, that's a horrible thing to hear. What a horrible human being. We do have breaking news from reported on, brought to us by our own Zahir Ali. Zoo, you sent a picture into our Facebook group chat regarding the ass punt. Would you like to update us? Oh, no. <laughs> so apparently, the player Trent Sherfield posted the picture with a tweet saying, My cheeks have a big W tatted on them. <laughs> Good for that guy. Good for that. <laughs> Apologies to Zach Hample that we had to steal his moment like he steals so much joy from everybody else. To steal his joy. Yeah. And good for Trent Sheffield. And now that we know his name, too. Right. Live in Number 14, Trent Sheffield. I had to look it up to make sure that was actually a post by him. But the NFL posted it, so I was like, okay. <sighs> so just closing out, here on some Philly talk. The Philadelphia Phillies, we're gearing into playoff season. I'd just like your thoughts on them heading into the playoffs, how this season has gone, how Bryce Harper's doing, our former love here in D.C. Yeah. It, I know things are going much better there than they are here when it comes right. to baseball, but right. how's the season been? Uh, uh, Joe Girardi was our manager for the first, um, I don't know, like 40 games. And I think we're going to limp into the playoffs, <clears throat> and you never want to limp into the playoffs because that's uh, that's bad. Uh, I I don't know if I feel a hundred percent confident with this team. There's 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 pieces missing. Uh, there it's 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 sort of becoming something, but everybody's hurt. Castellanos is hurt. Uh, Harper was Harper has been hurt all season. Thank God the National League has the DH rule now. Um, Schwarber is playing the outfield more than he should have. So it's 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 the the team that we have on the field wasn't the team that we we should have on like paperwork wise. Um, I don't I don't trust our bullpen. Um, all right, and I don't really know if we have a great pitching rotation. Uh, but maybe we can get lucky in the playoffs. Maybe get sneak through uh, around. Maybe two. Be nice if we can get the two, so I can go to a fucking game. Because uh, if you get in the first round of playoffs, you don't even get a home game if you're like the third wild card, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I think I think um, we had a lot. Joe Girardi is a horrible manager. That's all I learned uh, this year is Joe Girardi analytics can uh, if you live and die by analytics and you don't coach with any emotion. um it's a it's a bad way to coach. You got to have a little bit of feeling, and I think that's the big difference between Girardi and Rob Thompson, the new manager of the Phillies. So it's going, it's, it's going. going, it's going. Yeah. Right. I, I I like I, like if I had like if I had to put all the money I had in the world in my house and everything on the Phillies winning the World Series this year, I, I don't think I would make that bet. Uh, but it, it's neat to have playoff baseball. It's been a while. Um, I don't I don't like I don't think we built the team properly we like we have a bunch of mercenaries on our team uh we got some young guys coming up now uh bryson stott alec bone um you know so we could be i don't know maybe in like two years we could be the team i just you need a few years to develop as a team and i i can see everything from like the 08 phillies perspective i think we're like the 2006 phillies which means we missed a playoffs by two games um and I, I, I could see that happening, and I, 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 I wouldn't be totally disappointed, um, but I, I would be, 
I expect big things next year. But that, that doesn't sound good, huh? I expect things next year. Still progress. Two years away Still. from being two years away. That's our motto here in D.C. Uh, real quickly, before I send it over to Scott, do you miss Ben Simmons? <laughs> what's what's his story, right? <laughs> you ever you ever just not go like, oh, you're going to pay me $20 million to, okay, yeah, also, I'm not going to, no, not today. As a matter of fact, not this year, maybe next year. Oh, no, never, never again. Just give me all that money. How did he do that? How does that work? What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? He really should be investigated by the feds. He really like, should be I know he says sometimes it's mental illness, which drives me crazy because I'm bipolar and I fucking hate that people use mental illness as an excuse because being crazy is a pain in the ass. I and mean, we have jerk offs being jerk offs, not and saying they're crazy, but they're not crazy. They're jerk offs. There's a big difference. Uh I think I think he's a jerk off. And uh, I don't know what's wrong. I heard something. It might be his back. What? What's he talking about? He's insane. Uh, and Harding, uh, he like lost the uh, seventy-five pounds during this off-season. So he, he was a <laughs> apparently he was a a big fat fuck uh, last year. And I thought it was all muscle, but uh, you hear him tell it. He's a fat fuck. So at least he's not lazy like Ben Simmons. He lost weight. <laughs> Turns out this guy had Ben it right. Simmons. You crumb bum piece of shit. That's fucking right. He did a podcast. He did a podcast, uh, the JJ Reddick podcast, and uh, they were kind of saying shit like he got mad at he got mad at at Doc Rivers um, because Doc after a game seven that they lost where they were the favorite at home, uh, and and Ben Simmons had an open shot. We lost. He didn't take the shot. And then a, a guy said, yo, do you think Ben Simmons is like an elite point guard, whatever the fuck he is? And doctors just said, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And that made Ben Simmons not want to play basketball for three years because they don't they didn't know if he was an elite player. So it's weird. In came the Wolf of Wall Street. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I just don't know. And I, I I remember when that trade happened, fucking people in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's like, like when the Commanders got Carson Wentz. They were like, "Ah, oh, yes, we got." We like, no, no, we we garbage. You're just taking garbage. The, there the was Commanders, not a single Commander fan that reacted that way. Everybody was happy. I saw it. I saw it all over the internet. Everybody was tweeting. Oh, now he's on the internet. Hashtag hog heaven. <laughs> hashtag I love Dan Snyder. Hashtag oh, we changed the name of the team again. Let me buy another fucking. What multiverse dialogue bullshit are you using? I'm not talking. That. This is the only universe. This is the universe where Dan Snyder says this year we're the Redskins. Now we're the Washington football team. Now we're the Commanders. You got all three jerseys, don't you? You can't wear them no more, though, can you? Well, the one's a racist term. How dare we keep that name for? For how many centuries? It's outrageous. Outrageous this organization still exists in 2020. I'm offended to even watch NFL football, to tell you the truth now. Oh, it's overreaction Monday. We love oh, I'm sorry. We love <laughs> Do you guys do you guys have a Washington football team anything? T shirt, jersey, hat? Yep. I don't actually. I don't think I ever got anything Washington football team. You know, I he could have just – Do you guys like commanders more than football team? I'm just done I, with the conversation and ready to move on with just talking football. I just want to know about the – like, if it, like I'm doing a data poll research, and I was just like, if I had to pick a name of a team, would I want to be the football team or the commanders? I think I like football team better, right? Scott? Well, I, I think we talked about this last year when we were – Trying to yeah, figure I know. out like, I like the speculation was going on. Sometimes, though, but you like you like the football team or the command? I, I no, I even said it last year. I preferred the command, the uh, the football team over whatever yeah. teams they're going to come out to being. The one yeah. I wanted to have it was Red Wolves when they came out saying they weren't going to be doing that. I was like, they might as well just keep it football. Yeah, team. you can't it's use the word red. Bullshit. I just couldn't. I I got used to football team. I got. I actually started to like it. It sounded, you know, kind of legit. It's cool. It's cool if you're winning too. If you're winning too, and you're the football team. <laughs> around we did I, we knew about that for one year that one great year with heineke and i'm not going back into that rant i got to pull myself out from that actually in case that happens again i don't want to spiral here so we're gonna 
send it over to Scott and his oh, top no. five. We're going to keep oh, it. No. But we have a Scott Elia top five, his top five favorite things about Philadelphia. Let's start the music. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the three, two, threes top five. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I was so ready to mouth the other part. <laughs> nah, you got that like part. My most favorite clip that we have on the audio yep. board. It's one of the best sounds that we have. It's, you can never oh, get enough. Of it. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like that. We were at we were having dinner the other night, and when I had placed my order, the bartender was like, "Oh yeah, anything for Scott's friends." Scott was like, "Oh, thanks, man." He's like, "Fuck you, Scott," and just walked away and grabbed my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing the world connect with and bond over. It's just saying those two simple words. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> we all like that. Scott, fuck you. What's your top five? All right. Top five. We're going to start at the bottom of the list. I have every notion in my being that John is going to be fighting me the whole way through this list. So I'm going to be quiet. I'm just taking notes. I'm just taking notes. So, number five thing in regards to Philadelphia is the TV show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think that. It's it's fallen off the last couple of years, last couple of seasons. I think it's kind of dipped down. But like when it first came out, the first about half of the season, or half of the series, very funny shows. That nice gritty side of Philadelphia that people don't really like to to think about. But it's it's a very a very fun show to kind of just sit down and whine and just laugh about. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia sport team mascots, namely Gritty and the Philly Fanatic. Number I think four, it's nightmare fuel. <laughs> you no, know, I saw there... on the uh, the ABC show Abbott Elementary. He was on the uh, oh no episode had a great <laughs> appearance. It made me love Gritty even more. Me and Gritty were just on Jimmy Kimmel last week. Sorry, I oh, like the I like the name drop. Me and Gritty were we Jimmy Kimmel last week. <laughs> Did you go get cheesesteaks together too? No, that's that's so stereotypical. How dare you? That's so offensive. <laughs> number three. Well, just in time for number three, we're going cheesesteaks. Hey. And I'm not talking no Pat's or Gino's. Right. Fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, I, right. Fuck yeah, them. I think I uh, went to I went to Philly about about this time last year. Went up there with a buddy. He took me to gyms on South Street. Uh burnt down in a fire. Man. Yeah, it just burnt down a few months ago, unfortunately. Damn, that was, was that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was probably my landmark. favorite. Yeah, it's um, okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Condom Kingdom still no. on that street, though. It is. <laughs> that uh, didn't burn down. Going, going to, going to number two. The reason why we as Americans can enjoy this kind of banter, this freedom of you know being able to speak freely and do whatever we want, uh-huh. we're gonna go with. Come on. The Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Rise up, baby! The the birthplace of America was in Philadelphia. You know, the the cornerstones of this nation found in that greatest city in the world. But folks, when you look at the list, we got sports teams in Philly. We got TV shows about Philly. You know, iconic food. We got this country. What could be better than all those things wrapped up into one? And that would be John, our resident scumbag. He is my number one, my number one favorite thing about Philadelphia. (laughs) First of all, I I was waiting for a list uh, to just shitting on this city. And I know you called me a scumbag, but I love it. Uh, The, uh, yeah, I I was getting ready. Like, I'm just writing everything horrible about the South and everything it represents. <laughs> and and you, you just, you just, it, it, by the way, could, could, very stereotypical. Oh, I like America, cheesesteaks, and, and uh, Rocky Balboa. Oh, you didn't say Rocky Balboa, but it's okay. I was, I was a, honorable mention, Rocky Balboa statue. Outside looking at. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but there's better things in this city. You guys come up here. I'll show you over. Let me show you my city. I'll have you. 
I'll have you. Uh, I think we. I'll, I'll make you say "wow" a few times. I wish I remembered the name of the French restaurant I went to when I was there over the summer. Le Bec Thin. Honestly, I have no idea. I'd have to look it up or ask my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Back then, when John Beck was a Miami Dolphin, I like it. <laughs> I'll play the song. <laughs> There has to be one failed dad joke every show. It's okay. <laughs> we didn't have Zeus singing this show either. We did. Have... <laughs> ah. We made it. What? Who? Who is that behind you? Oh that's my, my god! Friend. That's my friend Flo Rider. Flo Rider's here. Oh, he shows up. Flo Rider's coming. It's coming to Atlantic City in November. If you guys are, <laughs> you guys aren't doing anything. Uh, did I tell you? I got his phone number. Me and him. We talk on the phone once in a while. I tell you that. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, now, I don't think he likes me bragging to everybody that I got his phone number and I talked to him once in a while, but I fucking love bragging about it. Let me try to put in press passes. I want to get a. I want to get us to do a show from Atlantic City from the from the Flowrider concert, pre-tailgating it, hyping but, uh, it up. He, here's the thing. I'm in a weird spot. Maybe you guys could help me. Uh-oh. I, I, all right, so he's famous, right? And I already texted him and called him, and I already got like a thing. Like I, he took me to Baltimore, and we did this thing, right? I said, you know, right? But I feel like if I keep texting him for just using him, he's not going to want to become my friend for real. So what do you do? Do I just go to the concert and enjoy the concert, or? Do I text Flo Rida and say, hey, Flo Rida, you want me? Uh, I feel weird. What do you do? Ooh. I haven't, I haven't I been in the situation. I was going to say, I haven't been fortunate enough to have to have to think this internally about myself. Hmm. But it's just, it's, I'm, I it's mean, if weird... you text him, what's the worst situation? He just doesn't respond. Yeah, but then, then you got to see, but then you got to live with that. Right? You got left on red by Flo yeah, Rida. Yeah, you got to live with that. <laughs> but he's very, he Maybe responds. He responds. But I don't, you know, what do I say? Hey, Flo Rida, let's, you know, let's, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's very weird. So um, I don't know what to do. And everybody I ask this to, they say, just text them. And I'll go, yeah, but if that, but my fear is he doesn't respond. I would text him. You That's wouldn't do that to me, would you, Flo Rida? No, John. Okay. <laughs> Ask him if he's excited about Atlantic City. Are you no. excited for Atlantic City? Yes, I am. See, Tick there you go. Tickets start at $39, but then when the fees are added, tickets are $170. I fucking hate fees. I hate fees. Right. Tell me about it. I'm going to a uh I'm going to a <laughs> I'm going to a Lizzo concert tomorrow. <gasps> Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, yeah. I love her. I love well, her. Holy I saw shit. her in Philly. You saw her in Philly? How was? Wait, how... wait, 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 wait. Was she one of the people who was on Fourth of July this year? Yeah. No. Oh shit! I got to mix up somebody else. Ignore me. Oh. Oh I no! I saw Jason Derulo. Mm -hmm. Fact, Jason Derulo. Yes, you did. I was there. You? Oh, you? You survived the shooting? Yeah, I did. I was there. I have footage. Ran of for dear life. Um, yeah, we were just leaning up against the barricades and looked over and saw an avalanche of people and was like, should we run? Yeah. I guess and I should be ass. following them. Yeah, yeah. We were involved in the mass shooting almost, but it wasn't really a mass shooting. It was police officers, police officers overreacting. Um, but yeah, that was a fun time on the 4th yeah, of July running for our lives. Together. Yeah, well, if you want to relive it, go to my YouTube channel. It's called 4th of July, a sad day in America. Yeah, the, the fireworks were great for a whopping 10 seconds. Right, yeah, they had a firework display going, right? So we go to this concert, it's Jason Del Rulo concert. He goes on, he's great, right? Trumpets, that, 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 it was perfect. It was perfect. And then they start doing the fireworks show, and the, the crowds just start running. We don't know why, but we're just fucking running. Cops were panicking. Cops were like, get the fuck out of here. They were all just running. Meanwhile, they started the fireworks show on the 4th of July. So the fireworks, they, once they start the show, they can't stop it. So we're yeah. all running for our fucking lives. And we think there's gunfire and a yeah. goddamn fireworks show's going off. It's, it was terrifying. It was it was just a, a solid two minutes to just hearing bang, 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 nothing while you're going at full speed. People are falling over. 
people losing their kids. It was, it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I was there for about an hour after it happened, and you would be amazed. People left shoes, purses, wallets. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why people took their shoes off to be at the sitting on the street, but they did. Well, it's probably and, like slip-on shoes and sandals and stuff, and they flew off yeah, as they yeah, were running. Strollers, strollers, fucking crazy things. And uh, people just ran for their lives. And uh, no, but Lizzo was not there. All a wonderful time that you can relive by going to the Philly Captain on YouTube. You can also check out the shooting I was at two weeks ago. That's right. Your boy almost got shot on 4th of July, and I almost got shot on Labor Day weekend. Summers are fun here in Philadelphia. about the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest takeaway the from all of dangerous is time in Philly. There we go. We got Sue singing. <laughs> we only took Matt the talk of shootings in Philadelphia to get us. <laughs> oh, now we can complete the show. Now we can finish. Oh, it's been a wonderful one. John, it's been so great to have you back. John McCann, the Philly cap. Uh, thank you. Flow Rider thanks you. Flow Rider, thank you. <laughs> Scott Elia, as always, on the Sunday Hangover. We didn't have to. It, thankfully, we didn't have any battling, any beef between Scott and John. It all moved to Zoo, and then it ended up becoming love and bonding over the idea of almost getting killed together. Where's <laughs> Zahair Ali of the Animation Deliberation Podcast mistook Jason Derulo for Lizzo? Oh, no. it's a... Wonderful time. (laughs) The only person who could do it. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Of course, you can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash 323-REID. Follow the show, the 323 Network on YouTube. Follow me at 323-REID, all the things, Twitter, TikTok, all the bullshit. You'll find me. You'll find us. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you soon. Stay safe, everyone. Go birds! Go commies. Take care. Yeah. Oh, happy.